with our Sunday morning learning program, continuing with the Halachas Kibbutz of Aim. So this week we coming into the end of uh, Simon Reish Mem over here. And last few ideas that we have, we'll finish off Reish Mem with, uh, well first, um, something that's uh, relevant to what we had last week. Last week we were talking about all the chiyuvim of kibbutz that are on the periphery outside of your father and mother. We talked about your in-laws, talked about the older sibling. Um, step-parents, the parents of a convert, convert's parents, and one of the last items we have over here, which we didn't touch about on yet, is a grandparents. And this is a Ramah, not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah says, Yeshem Jain Adam Chayv Avi Aviv. There's an opinion that a person is not Chayv in the covet of his Eidah, Avi Aviv. He's not Chayv to give Kibbut to his Zaydah. And this is a Maharik, the Eino nearly says the Ramah, he disagrees. Not that you're not chayv in your zayda's covered. You're just chayv in your parents' covered more than your zayda. But you are chayv in your zayda's covered. Um, and it's interesting, the, the, uh, one of the proofs that's brought to this is actually in last week's parsha, not yesterday, not Vayichi, but in Vayigash. I thought we were going to maybe get up to this last week. That would have been nice. But we're getting up to it a week later, so that's not so bad. So Vayigash is a famous Rashi over there. Rashi says, this is what's brought down over here in the parentheses. That uh, Yaakov, you know, on his way down to Mitzrayim, he says, He brought Zvachim to the God of his father Yitzchak. But why not Avram? Avram. So Rashi, Rashi brings a standard. The Rashi says, This is Rashi's Lashon. Rashi says, You're covered for your father more than your grandfather. So you see two things at the same time in Rashi. A, the father comes first, but B, there is a keyboard of aim to the grandfather also. It's explicit. Rashi is saying that the father comes before the grandfather, but there is a kibbutz of aim to the father. And they ask on this Marik, what's the Marik doing with Rashi? It's a Rashi, Rashi citing Chazal. Okay, the Marik somehow gets around that, but the Ramah in Halacha is, not, is rejecting the Marik. And in Halacha, we, we, do, we, we do take this on Halacha. In Halacha, we believe that there is a chiv of kibbutz of aim to Azeda, as the Ramah concludes. Uh, there's an interesting question, though, which is. What's the nature of the chiv of kibbutz of the aim to the zayda to the grandparents? What's the nature of that chiv? And it makes nafkaminas, um, and it's similar to Chakir that we had last week with uh, the older brother. In fact, it's it's uh, very similar. It's not quite the same tutstadim, but it's very very similar. The question is: Is there a is the chiv kibbutz of aim to my grandfather just an extension of the chiv kibbutz of aim to my father? Meaning, my father. Um, expects me to give him covet, he also expects me to give his father covet. If I'm not respectful of my father's father, I'm disrespecting my father. So my, it's a personal affront to my father. Not unlike when one side that we had last week with uh, the older sibling, because that could be the chi of kibbut of aim for the older sibling, is really just an extension of the father's covet. Not, the, 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 not, for, not for the older sibling in of themselves, but maybe it's just a waving of my father. My father wants to see that the younger siblings are respected to the older siblings. And we said Nafkamiz last week, is it only the oldest brother? It will be sisters. Anyone older than me? So this is one way that the Achrein uh, have an understanding. Avi Aviv, maybe it's an extension of my father's covet. When I don't respect my grandfather, that's a, an affront. Again, it's a slap in the face to my father. But if you go with that Mahalach, it's not really my Zayda's covet, it's my father's covet. The other way of understanding is, no, maybe my grandparent gets covered on his own right, with or without my father. There's a direct kibbutz of aim to the grandfather. He deserves it on his own right, not as an extension of the father. The question is, so where would that be coming from? 
Achiv Ba'atzim, at least by the older siblings. So we have S or the Vav, Larabis Achiv Hagadol. Where's the Reboy? Where would, this, where would the source be that there's Achiv Ba'atzim to the grandparents? So the Acharim uh, say a, a simple argument, an idea that shows up in the Gemara, which is B'nai Banim, Harihin Kibanim. In Halacha, we regard um, grandparents as parents and grandchildren as children. So we say, works both ways. Grandchildren are like children. Grandparents are like parents. And that would give the, the grandfather on his own right because he's regarded as, as a parent. That would be uh, the, the uh, source for the, the other approach that it's not my father's covet. He gets covet on his own inherently because of B'nai Banam Harihin Oh, uh, no, not every. Oh, good, good. So, this is one of the nafkamines. Very good, very good. Excellent. So, we said there's a couple of nafkamines between how you understand these two sodom. But one of them, the rebellion bear is picking up right, right now, so let's mention this one. Yeah. One nafkamine would be um, what about the Avi uh, Aim, uh, um, your maternal grandfather, your mother's father? Is there a chiv keep it of Aim to your mother's father, or is it only to your father's father? So, the, uh, the Gra indeed says, that it doesn't apply to Avi Aim to your maternal grandfather, only to your paternal grandfather. The girl says this over here. Um, he says, Venerly Lavi Imai Potter. He says explicitly. Why? What's his argument? Why should Avi Imai be Potter? Well, this is a grandparent. Says the Gra, because we don't say, we say B'nai Banim Kibanim, but we don't say B'nai Banais. Only B'nai Banim Hari Kibanim, but not B'nai Banais. And he cites other Gemaras. Where we only, we only say this by Bnei Banim, not Bnei Banais. So it's clear that the Gra is going with that side, that uh, the Machai for Kibbutz Aim by the Zayda is Bnei Banim Hari Kavanim, and he holds that in Halacha we only apply that to Bnei Banim, not to Bnei Banais. So you be Pater. If you hold that Kibbutz covered for a grandparent is um, an extension of the father, then it wouldn't make a chilek exactly. Very good, excellent. Then you would be having the same cover for Benevanim or Benevanis, so the maternal, paternal grandparent, grandparent, it wouldn't make a difference. But the Grah is going that way because of the tzushla that he has. Benevanim, not Benevanis, he brings a, a Gemara in, in, um, in uh, I'm sorry, he brings a Medrash. Say Benevanim, but not Benevanis. Now, this Medrash is not said within the context of Kibbutz of Aim. And so other Achroinim question the tzushla of, of the Gra. And they maintain that even if you'll say that B'nai Banim, that the Chiv Kibbutz Avim to his aid is because of B'nai Banim and Kibbutz we don't make this Tushtel, and we don't say the B'nai Banim, but not B'nai Banais, we would say that um, for Hilchus Kibbutz Avim, you look at the maternal, paternal grandfather, that doesn't make a difference. So, halacha, we are Chosh for that. Halacha, Lamaisa, we're not. We're not Soimicham that's going to patter ourselves from Kibbutz of Aim to a, paternal grandfather, a maternal grandfather, even though the going does say it. Very interesting Svar, he makes a Tushto. Other Achraim dispute this Tushto, and they say for the Halachas of Kibbutz of Aim, we don't say such a thing. We don't make such a distinction because the Svar, there's no, we don't understand the Svar over there. The parents being Chayv and the grandparents. For a great grandparent. An extension of the parents' covenant. You going with the, the other side? Or are you saying a third side? You saying you want to say a third side? That what? Since my father's chayiv, so I'm have to, I'm chayiv in his chiyuvim. Well, 
So you're talking about how to, how to deal with if there's a conflict. Right? Yeah, so hold up. We're going to get to it in a second. The conflict. Yeah, so, so, so we'll get to this in a second. So Beauty's talking about how to deal with a conflict. We'll, 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 we'll get there in a moment. Conflicts, conflicts. I think he's saying as far that's why if there's a conflict, who, who you should listen to first. No, I think that, that, that's, it's not, it's not a mechaiv of neyatzmoi. I'm not chayv, my father's chayuvim, right? No, no more than any other yid. Um, okay, there's another nafkamina also, the, uh, another obvious nafkamina between these two tzadim in, in the chayv kibaravim to a grandparent is if, if uh, let's say, unfortunately, the father predeceases the grandfather. If a person only has a grandparent, but his father uh, was nifted before the grandfather. So that would be the other nafkamina. If the chiva kibbutz him to the grandparents only because of my father's covet, if the father's not around anymore, you don't have that, 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 extent, that, that um, vicarious chiv. If it's a chiv of neyatzma because of a neyban of you don't need the father to be around. Teresetso. Kabir is a vicha vesimecho. With, with, with or without this remote that we're learning now? With, with, with the fact, with, with the halacha of there's kibbutz to a grandparent? So, I mean, whether he's taking care of me or not doesn't make a... I mean, what about if your parents don't take care of you? I mean, what, the chiv kibbutz aim is, is, is regardless of whether they're taking care of you. No? Even if they're not taking care of you, I'm saying... I, even if... What? Yeah. It's not all takaras atoy, it's just, you know, that's the Torah establishes a chiv that the previous generations have to get respect from the, the, the generations that come afterwards. Um, okay, so, so these are the two ways of understanding, but again, in halacha, we give, we neman, we, we don't go with the marik, we go the ramah, in halacha, we are chayv and kibbutz to a grandparent, and we're not mechalabzin a maternal and paternal grandparent. What, what it do, does get a little sticky in halacha is if there's a conflict, okay, which is Rabbi Maskowitz was just bringing up just now. A conflict. Uh, the, the grandparent is visiting, I'm, I'm living at home, my father's there, and my grandfather's there, and, and they both want a cup of coffee. They both want a tea. They both want um, uh, to be served. They're both waiting to be served. Who, who do you serve first? So if the simple reading of the Ramah would indicate that you serve your father before your grandfather. So the Ramah says, the Ramah says, um, he says, um, Your father comes first. And that, that's what Rashi says in Vayigash. That's where he's getting this from, that, that medrash that Rashi is citing. So it would seem, the simplistic reading of the Ramah would seem to indicate that your father comes first before your grandfather. And that would, mean, that would certainly make sense if you say that the only reason your chayv and your grandfather's covered, why do you have to be mechavit grandpa? Because it's my father's covet. When I'm mechavit his father, so certainly, listen, it's my covet for you to be mechavit my father, but not, at my, not on my cheshbin, right? Meaning if you, that's the svarah, avada the father comes before the grandfather, right? I want you to take care of my dad too, but hey, I come first. Even if you go with the other svarah, bnei banim harayin kibbanim, we can still hear a svarah why the father should come before the grandfather, bnei banim harayin kibbanim. You know, you go with the, the diak of kibbanim, 
they, they, they function like a father, but Avada, we recognize that they're one step more removed, so the, the father's more of a father, the grandfather's less of a father. Yeah, that's not such a crazy idea. So we, we either, either Mahalki go with, we understand the Ramah, the Ramah telling us, that the father comes first. And if, if all we have is the Ramah, even with both Mahalchim, both Mahalchim would, would, would make a lot of sense with the idea that my father, Mechabit, first before the grandfather. So bring him the soup first, bring him the gefilte fish first, bring him the, the coffee first, bring him the ice cold Dr. Pepper first, the father before the grandfather. However, what? A mitzvah? No, Lavdafka mitzvah, but, 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 but it might be recommendable. Um, there, there's a problem with this. The problem is, is that the Achreinim raised, that, that what do you do, this is what Rabbi Maskowitz raised earlier, what do you do with the argument that we had by the, um, the um, conflict between the, the mother and the father? It's, we had, in, all the way in the beginning of Reishmem, we saw that if my father wants something, my mother wants something, that kind of like I can only serve one of them right now, I can only serve one at a time, who do I bring the coffee to first? The father comes before the mother. Why? Because the mother's mechubit to be mechubit the father also. So since she is giving me tzivoy, but she's mechubit, mechuyiv, and mechubit is the same person who's giving me the, the conflicting tzivoy, so we're all kind of mechuyiv to my father, that's the machria, I have to be mechubit my father before my mother because my mother is trying to tell me to override my father, is also mechuyiv in the covet of my father. Why do you say the same so over here? My father and my grandfather are both waiting to be served. They both want coffee, they both want the soup, they both want the chicken. But my father is chayv in the covet of his father. So you should say the same svarah, that that should be the machriya. He doesn't have the kayach to give me a tzivoy to, to make himself before his father because he also is chayv to be mechav his father's. So I, my grandfather should come before the father. And the Ramah says the opposite. The Ramah says the father's covet is more than the grandfather. So there's a big mavuch over here. Right, very good. Yeah, if the, if the cover is only because of the father, correct. If the cover is only because of the father um, and not because of the grandfather, then he does have the right to, um, then we don't say this far. Excellent. Um, if, though, we go with the other argument of B'nai Bonam Hari Kimbonim, that I regard my grandfather as a father as well, I have to him, so then what, what do we do? Um, then, then this would be still, this would be an issue. Correct. You're, you're 100% correct. Um, so what do we do with this? So, um, the Ramah still seems to say that the grandfather comes before the father. Um, and there's, there's the 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 the, the, the really split on the matter. There are those who say, yeah, we take the Ramah face value. And I, what do we do with this argument of kulcham chayovim b'chvayd ha-zokin, that the father and myself are chayov in the Zayda, so the Zayda should come before the father either way. So they, perhaps... They, 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 we, we, there's a suggestion that um, what we said before, b'nei banim harahig kid banim, that that there's a difference between a conflict between the mother and the father, where I have an equal level of of, of covet for my father and my mother. If I'm equally chayv in, in in the covet of the parents, um, then my mother's chiv um, to my father um, doesn't allow her to override my covet for her, and that that can be the machri because um, I have equal covet to both of them. <clears throat> 
So she can't override the father because she's mechuyiv to the same father that I have the same level of chiv to him as I do to her. Whereas with the grandparents, since the, the grandfather perhaps starts off one notch below the father, so we don't say that I'm chayv to give cover to my grandfather and my father, and my father's chayv to give cover to the grandfather, so I can't listen to the father before the grandfather. We don't say that over here because his chiv to his father is higher than my chiv to my grandfather, and my chiv to my father is higher than my chiv to my, is, 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 than my chiv to my grandfather, so my father comes before the grandfather. Cheshven like that, and, and, and therefore um, in halacha you would serve the father before the grandfather. Others say though, are, 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 and, and, and that's Argument number one. Argument number two, in why the father should always come before the grandfather, even with the problem with the, 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 the um, um, case with the, the conflict between the mother and the father, is they want to say that, um, that uh, it, maybe you can't compare the two situations to one another. Um, is the, the mother's chiv to the father is not a chiv kibbut of aim. In other words, maybe this argument doesn't work if, within Kibbut of Aim itself. The, the reason why um, I go to the father before the mother is because we said the mother's also have to take care of the father, but not because of Kibbut of Aim, but because of the Shibudim that the wife has to the husband. So she has Shibudim uh, as, as a wife to a husband, so, she, so I look at it like this. My father wants co coffee, my mother wants coffee. But my mother has to take care of my father. If my mother has to take care of my father, she, that downgrades her ability to give me instructions that conflict with my father. Because it's part of her taking care of my father. It's not a cheshven of like kibbutz of aim kind of cheshven. It's just a cheshven that she, part of her, she, but to my father, is not telling the children to take care of her before the father. So that, 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 that downgrades her tzivoy to me, her instruction. Whereas if it's my father, my grandfather, each of them has the equal ability to give me instructions. Just that my father has to also give covet to his father. But the fact that he has to give covet to his father, that's not a shibud, doesn't diminish his ability to, to give me instructions for, keep, for covet. So we wouldn't say that same cheshun. That's another argument they want to say in being able to take the Ramah, la halacha, that we would serve the father before the grandfather, we take care of the father before the grandfather, and it's different than when there's a conflict between the mother and the father. Others, though, are, 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 are um, a little bit more... Um, Hesitant to say these arguments, other Achrayim want to say that, that 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 maybe the same way we have that conflict by the mother and the father, and the mother is, is Meshub to the father, so maybe the father and the grandfather as well, we should be a little bit hesitant, a little bit nervous about this, and maybe I should be, indeed be serving my grandfather before the father, my, because my father also has to take care of the grandfather. Other Paiskim are more concerned about this, and they, therefore they recommend, they recommend that, uh, this is what Rebidi was saying before, that the father should always be Michael. If, 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 if I'm at the table and my father's at the table and there's three generations at the table, I should tell my kids, you know, serve Zaydi first. Zayde, serve, serve you Zaydi first. I should tell them that just to get them out of this, um, you know, uh, this, this thorny area in halacha. The Paiskim do recommend that. But Lamaisa, the Pashtas Hadvarim does seem to be that if I don't hear that from my father, then my father comes before the grandfather, then we don't make the comparison to the father and the mother. And uh, we go with the simplistic approach of the Ramah, which is the father comes before the, the grandfather, and b'nei bonim hari hen kibbanim, and all those, those arguments. So again, but there are paiskim that recommend that the father it would be appropriate, and, and it's a good thing anyway for us to, to show our kids that we take care of our parents. It's a very good thing, very excellent for chinuch. You know, if uh, my father's home and my kids are serving, I say, no, serve Saba first, serve Zaydi first. 
not halachically it's recommended, just to get yourself to, to satisfy all the opinions, and hashkafically also, you know, when kids see that their parents respect their parents' parents, then kids understand the importance much better. They see it in real life about giving kibbutz avayim to their parents. Yeah. Oh, so that's what Rebidi was asking before. Is the father being mechayv? Let's get back to let's wrap up with that. When the father says, serve Zaidi before you serve me, the father, the father mm-hmm. certainly being Mekhaim, Kibbut Avayim, sure, for sure. Is he chayv to do that? Is he chayv to be Meichel on his covenant? Let's say, no, let's, let's assume the halacha is, I come before my father, for, to my kids. Let's assume the halacha is, they have to be Mekhaim before my father. Am I being Mekhaim it? I'm being Mekhaim it. I'm definitely being Mekhaim. question is, am I, am I chayv to do that? No, I'm not chayv to tell my kids that because it's really, I'm Shev Altase. They have a chayv to, to be Mekhaim before their Father, I'm not chayv to mess around with their chayuvim to make my, them come before me. Pashas, they're not, I'm not chayv, but certainly, I'm certainly being makayim kibbutz If my father's home, and I tell my kid, give Zaidi first before me, I'm definitely being makayim kibbutz and it's also very good. Chinuch-wise, it's an excellent thing for your kids to see you doing that. Okay, so pa- the Pashas of the Ramagad in Halacha is, from my perspective, my father comes before my grandfather, from my perspective, as a son and a grandson. From my perspective, as a father who has a father, you know, Admeva Esrim above me, and a child, Admeva Esrim below me, and I'm in the middle, Admeva Esrim. So the proper thing to do is, the, the, the middle generation is tell your kids to put, your grand, to put their grandfather before you. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Admeva Esrim on the chicken soup also, and on the coffee, everything that's uh, on the Dr. Pepper. Uh, okay, so that's, that's, that's the Zayda. Okay, so there's a little... Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. Tell your kids, I want, I want the mitzvah. Don't serve Zaidi, I want the mitzvah serving Zaidi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let's just wrap up with the last item in Reish Mem. That also, uh, we'll try to do this quickly. Uh, this is probably the, 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 one of the thorniest areas of Hilchus Kibbutz of Aim, and that's what the Mechaber um, finishes the simon with, and that's Kibbutz of Aim when your parent's not getting anything directly out of it. We call Kibbutz of Aim when they're not Nehene. Till now we saw Kibbutz of Aim is Malbishoi, Ma'achiloi, Mashkayoi, Machnisoi, Maitzioi, helping your parents walk, help, driving them around, giving them food, getting them dressed, taking off their shoes, putting on their shoes. Kibbutz Avim has always been about them getting some kind of physical bodily hano. What do we do when they give you instructions, they give you orders, they're not getting anything out of it. But they're giving you their advice, they're giving you their recommendations, and there's something giving you instructions. You know, they're giving you instructions. I don't want you doing this, you got to do this. They say, listen, they send you five... Um, they send you five YouTube clips in a row about how vaccinations are awful, terrible. Don't get vaccinated for, for, for COVID. Make sure you don't give your kids vaccinations. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling you, you're all going to die. Or they send you five different clips about how you absolutely have to get vaccinated. And if you don't get vaccinated, you and your kids, you're all going to die. This has nothing to do with them, right? You're not taking care of them, but they're giving you their dais. They're giving you their shitas. They're giving you their philosophy. This happens all the time. This, uh, children uh, who are learning in Eretz Yisrael, children who are learning in Eretz Yisrael, get calls from their parents. You know, we just read Rachman al-Islan, there was a bombing here, there was a, an incident over there. You can't take buses anymore. I mean, this happened a lot, you know, when, when in my Eretz Yisrael years, my Aish years, 
So the, the Bachram all the time, we're being told this, you know? So now it's taxis everywhere. You can only take taxis. You can't take buses. Buses blow up. Everybody knows that, right? You take a bus, the bus is going to blow up. You can't go to the Kaisal anymore. You can't go to the old city anymore. So the, from a distance, Eretzal is a very scary place. You hear one thing, you know, the media is, is sensationalist. The media is, likes to overhype things. Um, don't go to, you can't go to the Kaisal anymore. So the parent's not getting any hano out of that. The parent is 5,000 miles away, but he's telling the kid, you know, all shitas, days, ideas, orders, and instructions. What do we do with this in halacha, in, in Hilchas Kibbut So the, the case that Mechaber brings is where the parents ban the child from a particular shidduch. The parents are not getting any, anything out of that, you know, personally, per se. He wants to ban a shidduch, or he wants to, uh, he's telling him not to, not to go learn in a particular place. Um, or not to marry a particular girl. You can't marry this girl. You can't learn this such and such yeshiva. I don't let you learn this yeshiva. I don't let you marry this girl. So the Mechaber and the Ramah passed in both of these cases. You don't have to listen. You're allowed to learn where you want to learn. You're allowed to marry who you want to let marry. You don't have to listen to your parents. And again, over here we have a Marik. And here the, the Ramah goes to the Marik. The Marik is saying, if your parents prohibits you from marrying a particular girl, you're not chayv to listen. Kibbutz Avim is not mechayv that. Not mechayv that. So the Marik gives a few reasons over there. The reasons the Marik gives as to why you don't have to listen to the parents is, A, he says, getting married is a mitzvah, they're not allowed to tell you not to do a mitzvah. B, um, if this is the girl that you decide you want to marry, you're going to make your bias nembi Yisrael. With this girl, this is, this is your bashert, this is your, 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 your bashzug. So, Kibbut Aim is not mechayv you to take a loss. That's called Mishal Av, Loi Mishal Ben. That's his second argument. You don't have to prevent yourself from, you know, this is your intended, this is your bashert, this is, you're going to be maimed, shifte ko with this woman. You're, you don't have to pay that price and not marry her because of Kibbut Aim. His final argument is, so you make her from this is this is you received a navu you have ruach hakodesh this is your basher so she's not from no no we can we can we can change that if she's not Jewish that's a different story I don't know it's a little bit more difficult but she's not from no so make her from make her from she's not Jewish you can't marry someone's not Jewish no you can't do that. Okay. Well, if they didn't want you to marry the girl, I, I can answer that question. If they didn't want you to marry her, I can answer that question for you. Who's going to pay for the wedding? Right. No, he's not even an avera of of loisis chatnu, but nothing. Keep it of aim is loy mail of loy moirid. It's nothing to do with keep it of aim. If you're allowed to marry her, marry her, even if the father protests. If you're not allowed to marry her, you're not allowed to marry her, even if the father's encouraging it. What if your father sets you up with the shiksa? Nothing to do with keep it of aim. Right, so that's what we're saying. That's what the Marik is saying. That I have a right to decide who my bashert is. Everyone has ruach hakodesh. Everyone knows who the bashert is, right? You know. This is, you know who, you, everyone's given Ruach HaKadosh, we know this is the right girl for me, right? So this is the girl I'm supposed to marry. My father can't tell me not to marry her, this is my basher. Okay, the, the Marik gives a third reason. Why don't you have to listen to Pap, 
when he tells you not to listen to marry this girl because it's not called kibbutz of aim anymore. This kibbutz of aim is not shaykh over there because kibbutz of aim is only in areas where he's getting something out of it, where he's nana. But if it's nothing to do with him, so it only has to do with me. That's beyond beyond the scope of kibbutz of aim. He doesn't have the ability to give me a tzivui if it's, it's not negate to him. Kibbutz of aim says the marik is only where malbishoy ma'achilu ma'ashkeu when he gets hana hana gufness out of it. But here there's no hana. It's beyond the reach of kibbutz of aim. So on the basis of that, it seems the marik seems to be establishing a, a cloud gadol in halacha that any commandment, any order, instruction from my father uh, that that has not directly negated to his physical, emotional hana is outside of Kibbutz Avayim and he has no ability to give me tzivuyim over there. That's what it would seem. He seems to be giving us a Yisoyed Gadol in Hilchus Kibbutz Avayim. Um, if there's no hana gufnis, there's no chiv Kibbutz Avayim, which would seem from that that all these examples, you know, your parent tells you, I, I just read a, a news article that coffee is very bad for you. Please stop drinking coffee. It means a lot to me. Stop drinking coffee right now. He's not getting anything out of that. He's just giving me his days. He's giving me his, his krumashitas. You know, I, I just read, drinking three cups of coffee a day is very good for you. I would be very, very, I, I want you to drink three cups of coffee a day. It bothers me that you do this. It bothers me that you don't do that. Listen, it's, it's, it's getting cold out right now. It's already, it's already 65 degrees out. It's not 75 degrees anymore. You should really wear a scarf wherever you go. You should wear a winter coat right now. These kinds of things, you know, good parents tell us these things all the time. Uh, do I have to listen? According to the Marik, they're not getting anything out of me dressing like a snowman in the middle of the summer, right? They don't get anything out of that. Uh, so if they don't get anything out of it, I don't have to listen. However, it, it's, it's very not Pasha. That's what it seems on the surface. But the Gura, Gura has a whole Arichus over here. And the Gura initially does seem to go this way. And the Gura even talks about this idea of... Um, the girl keeps mentioning the svarah again and again and again. The kibbutz of is only only about ma'achiloi, yesh loyhano as opposed to davshay ain loyhano. If there's ain loyhano, you don't have to listen. But all the way at the end, all the way at the end, he throws out a rashba. Ain shom berashba shemash midvar shadafka lutchais lav ain shom. All the way at the end, he throws out a rashba and he says that there's a rashba. Lamaisa a rashba that turns the whole thing upside down. A rashba that says one of the proofs they want to bring. That you don't have that. There's no kibbutz of aim if he doesn't get anything out of his. Where the father tells the kid, um, go, um, uh, um, go run into a cemetery. Father of a kind tells his kid who's a kind. I want you to go become tummy. The gemara says you don't have to listen to him. He says, oh, why don't you have to listen to him? Because what the father doesn't get any hana from the kid becoming tummy, so you don't have to listen. The Rajput says that's only that's not because he's not getting anything out of it. That's only because he's telling me to do an avera, and I'm not have to listen to him if it's an avera. Says the Gra, if it wouldn't, says the Raj, if it wouldn't be an Avera, you would have to listen to your father to, to uh, walk through the cemetery, even though he's not getting anything out of it. And the Gra bring down this Raj, what that means in, 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 in the Gra's approach to halacha, if the Gra brings it man, it means the Gra is chesh for this in halacha. means that Vilna Goyen in halacha holds you have to be concerned for this Raj. And in halacha, we are concerned for this opinion. In halacha, we are concerned for this opinion. But it still has to be qualified. We are concerned for the opinion. It's a big it ends up being a big machlik as we show you. It's machlik as Taisis and the Rajba, Ramban and the Rajba. But the Rajba is the the uh, champion of this opinion that their keep it up aim is even if he's not getting anything out of it. What? That's right. The Ramah, the Ramah, the Ramah. What? 
Right. But again, it's not so posh. It's not so posh. The Ramal Grimmer is talking about a case where, where it involves my, 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 my marriage or my, my Talmud Torah. So it's not so posh that the Ramal would, uh, would, would disagree even if the father tells me to start drinking co- coffee, stop drinking coffee, get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. It's not so clear that the Ramal would disagree in those cases. The Ramal is talking about a situation where he's telling me not to do a mitzvah, not to learn Torah, not to get married. So that, that, that's, that's right off the bat. Um, in Halacha, we are chayshish for this gra, we are chayshish for this rajba. But, but, but where and when, under what cir- circumstances are we chayshish for this opinion? It's, it's a very big chumran, but it is something we're chayshish for in halacha. We do take this seriously. Instructions from my father that, that have nothing to do with him, that are just like pushing me around. When, when are we chayshish for that? And under what circumstances? So the, the, the question has to be asked first, What's the story here? Why taka should you have to listen to your father if he doesn't get anything out of it? As we saw, where's that coming from? What's the svara altogether that you should have to listen to your father when he tells you, you know, don't give your kids vaccinations. Give your kids vaccinations. Don't do this. Don't, don't, don't make sure you wear a scarf. Why should I have to listen to him? So one of two answers are provided. Either covid or yira. Covid. What, what's, why is the covid? Covid is that there's a degree of covid when when I say something, my kids listen, even if I don't get anything directly, I get something vicariously. I get something secondarily. It gives me nachas when I see they take me seriously. It gives me nachas ruach when I see that, uh, that, that 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 they that they listen to me. They take my instructions seriously. So there is an element of covid. Argue the the paiskim. There is an element of covid going on over here. Um, in that they they uh, are getting nachas ruach that that uh, you know I have I'm a baldeya I'm a baldover I have done all the research into COVID and I know that vaccinations will kill you or I know that va- getting not getting vaccinations will kill you but I mamish you know whichever one of the two it is but I'm a baldover I'm a baldeya I tell my kids you know you got to listen to me I see they listen ah that's COVID that's that's being mechaved me when they take my day seriously so there's COVID there's an element of COVID going on even if they don't get anything directly but they're getting something indirectly. Yira also, there's a Yira aspect. There's a Yira effect. What's Yira? Part of Yira we saw is Shaloi Lister Dvarov. You can't argue with your father. You can't contradict him. If your father says, this is the way reality is, you can't disagree with your father. You can't contradict him. You can't say reality is Andrish. That's being Soyser Dvarov. So if my father says vaccinations are going to kill you, well, I say, oh, no, no, I'm getting vaccinated. I'm disagreeing with my father. I'm telling him his version of reality is wrong. I'm being Soyser Dvarov. So there is an element of covet and an element of Yira going on over here. Um, even if he's not getting any direct hana. So this would be the mechai of having to listen to your parents even if they're not getting anything directly, when they give you instructions. Don't, don't take buses. I know the buses blow up. Don't tell me buses don't blow up. I know the buses blow up. You can't take buses. Don't, I know they're going to the kaisel. I know there's people waiting around every corner with, with knives that are going to kill you. I know going to the kaisel is dangerous. You can't go to the kaisel. If, if the kid decides on his own to go to the kaisel, he's, he's contradicting his father. His father has reality worked out. His father's a baldover. His father's a baldeo. When I disagree with my father, I'm being soyser as dvarv. There's, there's covet and there's yira. However, being that the, uh, the, the primary arguments over here seem to be what, what we either covet because he gets nachzuch that I listen to him, or yira, that, that I can't contradict his understanding of reality, there is a, a, a caveat which is really a kula, which is, and this is, a, I'm saying this again, I'm saying this with a grain of salt, everyone has to take this with a grain of salt, but what if he's never going to find out? Well, he's not going to find out. Again, he's in Philadelphia, and it might me, the child, I'm in Eretz Yisrael, he says, don't take buses! 
He doesn't know. He didn't, didn't put a GPS on me. He doesn't have a little a body cam on me. He doesn't know what I'm doing. He's, only take taxis. Don't take buses. And you know something? I say, Dad, you know, taxis is going to cost me an extra 500 shekel a month. God, put it in your bank account. Here's 500 shekel a month. Now, is he going to know if I take buses nevertheless and I spend the 500 shekel a month on shawarma? Is he going to find out? He's not going to find out. But let's say he never finds out. What we call shaloi b'fanov. Shaloi b'fanov. Wait one second, one second. Tech, theoretically speaking, with shaloi b'fanov, then there's no breach of covet or Europe. Because the whole vart is, he's not really getting anything out of it directly. He's getting the covet that he sees, I listen to him. He's getting the year that I'm not contradicting him. But if, 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 if uh, he has no idea whether I really listen to him, he's just assuming that I'm listening to him. My lack of listening to him is not failing to give him covet because he doesn't see it one way or the other, and is not being soyuz dvarv because he doesn't see that I'm being, he doesn't see that I'm contradicting and disagreeing with his version of reality. So technically speaking, if it's shaloi b'fanov, then, then it would not be mechayv. However, the reason why this has to be said with a grain of salt is first and foremost, how do you know he's not really going to find out? And you've got to be very careful about these things. If he indeed does find out, then you're back to all the problems of covet in Europe. Right? Sometimes it's clear from the situation that there's no way he's going to find that. It's not Shaykh he's going to find that. No, okay, the pastors, then you don't have the, the, the Mechaev anymore. But if it's possible that he may find that, again, you, it's like playing with fire a little bit um, yeah. over here. How do you differentiate between a parent that's being a little controlled? Okay, so wait one second. I, I, I think I understand what you're asking. We're gonna, this is going to be the, the final, 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 final uh, step over here. What? Lister Dvar Shalevifanov. Okay, so, so this, is, this is, yeah, so, so one second. We're, this is the second to last thing that we're going to get to. The, the passage should be that um, um, if he's never going to find out, there shouldn't be any Mechaev. Now, if he gave you the money specifically, if he said this money is for taxis and not for buses, yeah, it could be you can't spend on shawarma. You may, not, you may need to get your father to say something like, you know, okay, thank you for all this money. Like, what should I do if I have extra money left at the end of the month? What should I do with the extra money? Can I spend it on shawarma? Yo, okay, that's what Rib Shim was just asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get there in a second. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I, we, We're going to get there, we're going to get there, we're going to get there, we're going to get there. Okay. Right, nursing, yes, yes, it's a, who's nursing home? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so, so we're going to get to all the, one woman, we're mamish going to wrap up with this. So first, let's just get to go in order. Abidi's question. So he says, if one of the mechaivim that I have to, I have to not take the bus if they tell me the buses blow up, is because if I take the bus, I, I'm, I'm contradicting with their understanding of reality. But w- w- what if you know um, we had uh, all the way in the beginning of Reish Mem that you can't be so he says, you, you can't disagree with them. 
You know, so what, what if you get up in the town square, you get the base measure and say, you say, my father holds this way in Allah and he's wrong. He's wrong. Am I allowed to do that if my father's not in the base measure? No, you're not allowed to. That's being said to the Baruch Shalai Bafanov. Now, this is how my father, you know, understands it this way, the halacha, but he, everyone should just know that he's wrong. You, you can't do that. That's being said to Dvar Shalai Bafanov. Why should this be any different? The reason why it happens to be, it happens to be, again, maybe if it's ever in a gay individual shilas, probably should be asked. There are paiskim that say, not like what we said, that, that they don't give you this way out. This it happens to be, it's a machlekas a paiskim. The majority opinion is that instructions that don't affect your parents directly only need to be adhered to in your parents' presence. And not in their presence, you don't need to do it. So if they're never going to find out if you did the vaccination, if you didn't do the vaccination, you don't necessarily have to listen to that. But there is an opinion in the paiskim, a minority opinion, that even if they'll never find out, you have to listen. And this would be one of the arguments, because maybe uh, I have to worry about contradicting Shalai Bufanov. There is an opinion like that. Lemaisa, all the Paiskim who disagree with that and say it's only in their presence, they say the following. Um, why is it not contradicting them? Why is it not a problem of, of being so to devour of Shalai Bufanov? The Territz is, when am I prohibited from disagreeing with them even in their absence, even not in their presence? That's when it's a direct argument, a direct disagreement. When I get up and say, this is what my father believes, but he's wrong. Here, I'm not directly disagreeing with, with, um, with, with um, his version of reality. I'm, I'm just failing to comply with his instructions. It's, it's a stiras devarev that comes from uh, an analysis of the situation and someone who knows what my father thinks and someone who sees what I did so they'll extrapolate from that well your father said one thing why are you doing something else it looks like vice toys you're, 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 you're disagreeing with your father but that's not called that's not enough to be called steer dvarman that would be more similar let's say to um, to uh, when your father establishes you know insists on a certain halacha and you're present and you're allowed to say, well, Tati, doesn't it say in, in Shochnach this way? Doesn't the Gemara say this way? So as long as it's not being done directly, it's being done indirectly, that's not called uh, a stiras devarv. So this would be the same kind of thing that I'm not, you know, getting up in the Tanskar and saying, my father believes vaccinations will kill you. He's off his rocker. Let's go get vaccinated. You're not doing that. You just happen to be going through a decision that someone can glean from that, that I disagree with them, that that wouldn't be called stiras devarv. So that's how we get around that. But again, there are, there are halakhic authorities that feel that you have to be concerned with this even if your parents aren't around, which would mean, you know, so I decide to take the bus. He told me not to take the bus. So I'm not disagreeing with him. He said, don't take buses, they blow up. I take a bus. It's, 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 it's a decision that one can extrapolate from the decision that I, I disagree with him, but it's, since it's done backhandedly, indirectly, yeah, that's not called steers to borrow. Right, exactly, exactly. Um... Now, lastly, lastly, but certainly not leastly, we are coming out that in their presence, when they are there, when they are there um, in front of me, that we do have to listen to instructions that don't, that don't relate to them directly, even if it's only indirectly. What if, what if they're controlling? What if they're crazy? What if they should be sent to the nursing home? What if it's very difficult? What if they say, what if they say, you know, um, son, so excited that you're marrying off your first child. And this is uh, the family top hat. This is the top hat that's been passed down 
generation after generation that everyone, they, by their first wedding or their first child, they walk their child to the chuppah down wearing this tappet. We, we, you, you need to wear this tappet. This is our family minig. When you walk your son down, you have to wear the top hat. That's not such an easy thing to listen to, right? But they're not getting anything out of it, right? They're not getting any direct hana, but they're telling you what to do, and they're going to be there. They're, they're, they're also going to be walking down the aisle, and even if they, you know, uh, they walk down before you, after you, they may not see it, but you know, they're going to see it on the video. You'll see it on the video if you walk down with a family top hat. So what, what do you do? What do you do in these kinds of situations when either it gets to the level of their, their mamish controlling you, pushing you around, making life very difficult, or, or giving you a, a, even one instruction which is, which, is, which is very distressing, which is very difficult. So here we have that, that um, card to play, which has come in you know, quite a lot, and it comes in again over here. If it gets to the point that there's difficulty, emotional, or, or, or any, any other type of difficulty, or they're taking advantage of you, it's clear that they're not looking out for your best interests with all these instructions. They are controlling. They're manipulative. They're, they're you know, um, enmeshed in your lives too much. Well, all the, all the nice sprach, right? Um, but if they have issues in, in pulling out from your life, and that's what's really going on over here, then we go back to Mishala Av, Mishala Ben, and then the child would be exempted in such a case. And it, it's a line that's very dachistic, you know, so it's always could I try to speak this out with someone. Kibbutz is always that I don't have to pay the price. They pay the price. I don't pay the, I don't foot the bill. They foot the bill. So it means the moment that, that's right. So the moment that Kibbutz Aim comes at an expense to me, I'm putter. And that's a claw god on Kibbutz Aim. And that's not, that's understood not just monetarily, it's understood psychologically and emotionally. If I find it, if it's distressing to me, if it's, if it's, if, if I'm... Un- That's right. And in fact, this is spoken out. Such an example spoken out. If it's something that, like, Mamish doesn't have any seichel to it. This, this, this type of example is, is spoken out. They give you an instruction that has no seichel. Forget about the top hat. I, I, I can't do it. I can't walk my kid down to the chuppah wearing a top hat. Tell me, wear a, wear a, wear a Broncos cap. Wear a cowboy hat. I can't do that. I can't do it. It's just too much for me. That's Michelle Avalay, Michelle Ben. That's an, an emotional, psychological price that I, that's coming off. It doesn't have to come off of my cheshun. Or if, if, it's, if, it, if it's, it's instructions that are, even if it's not something ongoing, but if it's something that they're clearly, they have their own issues, unfortunately, and they're just trying to push me around. They give me something. Like vaccinations, at least, that's, you know, there's care, there's concern. Um, dressing warm in the wintertime, there's care and there's concern. So in their presence, you've got to do that, unless, again, it gets obsessive. But that, that, now is, that aside, if it's a, like mabakach, an instruction that's, yeah, arbitrary, something that's arbitrary, that's coming from a place of um, manipulation, and, and uh, I feel manipulated, that's vaita, that's mishala avalei, mishala ben, that's a price you don't have to pay for kibbutz of aim. When do we have to be chayshu for this halacha? When it's coming out of care and concern, and it's not to the level of obsessiveness, not to the level of manipulation, in your parents' presence, then really in halacha, you do have to take it seriously. Okay. Shkayich, everyone. Next week we begin Reish Mem Aleph.